0: Amen. Amen, saints. Amen. 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 Greet you this evening in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, It is yet a privilege that the Lord has given us tonight as As we. We believe that he is always responsible for for his word amen Amen. so we have confidence in in the holy spirit that anyone that comes the holy spirit is faithful to use any vessel Amen. amen so we want to thank the lord tonight as we are going to start i just like us to bow our heads so that we can say a word of prayer amen Dear heavenly father we thank you tonight that you have granted us this opportunity in the name of your son jesus christ Lord, we know that our gathering is not in vain because the holy spirit is here because we know this that you are faithful to any appointment that your children give to you Therefore, Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit may come upon everyone tonight and take control of the service that you may glorify yourself. It's once more an opportunity, Lord, to speak to the hearts of them that are here and them that will watch this particular stream. We want to invite the power of the Holy Spirit might as we pray for our preacher tonight. Please, Lord, we put him close to you. That you may hide him under the blood. That Lord, the Holy Spirit may take uh, charge of all his human faculties. That Lord, you may express yourself tonight. We truly believe that you can do that, O Lord. There's nothing that can hinder you from expressing yourself. Therefore, tonight we give the service to you. That everything may be done for your name and your glory. And to fulfill that which is your perfect will tonight we thank you father in the name of jesus christ amen amen, amen saints amen. so i'm not the preacher tonight we have our preacher uh, brother the visitor, gumbi amen amen so we are going to hear our brother tonight amen we trust the lord to help him amen amen as our pastor said that uh, it's the youth month so the brothers are running, running, Amen. So, hallelujah. So, i brother
1: Amen. 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 i uh, I believe uh, that uh, Jesus amen. died for my sins on the cross and I amen. believe that she rose again on the third day amen. and I believe that he's here to return again uh, amen. 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 Um, I'll be very brief saying it because um, still, uh, I'm still not used to standing here uh, in this particular platform to um, so I ask that uh, the Lord be with me. Amen. Right. Uh, I, uh, I preach in Andoyake, and uh, what uh, he wants uh, me to to say to you. Amen. Amen. So uh, I'll start at. Can you please just open up our uh, Bibles at Mark. Mark 16. Start from verse, uh, the first verse up to uh, verse fifteen. Uh, the resurrection Saturday evening, when the Sabbath had ended, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome went out and purchased burial spices so they could anoint Jesus Jesus's body. Very very early on in the morning on Sunday morning, just at sunrise, they went to the tomb. On the way, they were asking each other. Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? But as they arrived, they looked up and saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled aside. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a white robe, sitting on the right side. The women were shocked. But the angel said, Do not be alarmed, you are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He isn't here, he is risen from the dead look this is where they laid his body now go and tell his disciples including peter that jesus is going ahead of you to galilee you will see him there just as he told you before he died the women fled from the tomb trembling and bewildered and they said nothing to anyone because they were too frightened then they briefly reported all this to peter and his companions afterward jesus himself sent them out from east to west with the sacred and unfailing message of salvation that gives eternal life. After Jesus rose from the dead early on the Sunday morning, the first person who saw him was Mary Magdalene, the woman from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went out to the disciples who were grieving and weeping and told them what had happened. But when she told them that Jesus was alive and she had seen him, they didn't believe him. They didn't believe her. Afterwards, he appeared in a different form to two of his followers, who were walking from Jerusalem into the country. They rushed back to tell the others, but no one believed them. Still later, he appeared to the eleven disciples as they were eating together. He rebuked them for their stubborn unbelief, because they refused to believe those who had seen him after he had been raised from the dead. And then he told them, Go into, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Amen, saints. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, as I was preparing to give the word for today, uh, this is the first, uh, first uh, chapter that the Lord had uh, brought to my attention. Um, here we see I was first perplexed when I read the the verse because of how many times uh the lack of faith is we see in this whole verse from the beginning up to verse 15. Mm. Amen. Amen. first firstly when we see we see the angel in <clears> the <throat> message with uh the ladies um in verse seven and he says now go and tell his disciples including peter that Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there just as he told you before he died mm-hmm. The woman fled from the tomb trembling and bewildered mm-hmm. so Here, um, I'd like to see the message that was left to to the woman as uh, <coughs> as uh, The task that uh, the Lord always leave, uh, leaves with us as companions. Mm-hmm. usually we see uh, in church we all play our parts as congregants we are never just congregants but we form part of the whole body of Christ mm-hmm. all of us and we all have our own task to do within the church amen <coughs> so i see the message sent uh, left by the angel as our own personal tasks that we have to do that usually when the lord puts it in our hearts we usually uh, feel scared and overwhelmed we usually feel scared or, and overwhelmed by how, how big it usually seems at that particular moment in time mm. and how it usually scares us to the point where sometimes we end up not doing it because we are too afraid. Mm. Um, they said nothing to anyone because they were too frightened. Yeah. Uh, the second thing that i took note of in this whole in this whole chapter was uh uh two times three times i think the the disciples did not believe the message that was left by the people uh where the lord jesus or the angel had presented presented themselves to mm. First, in verse 11 but when she told them that jesus was alive and she had seen seen him they didn't believe her that was the first time then the second time was in verse 13 they rushed back to tell to tell the others but no one believed them um and then yeah oh so it was two times so two times the disciples themselves had not believed uh whoever the message that was left to that particular person and usually this occurs because uh firstly we lack faith and -hmm. then secondly as we've seen first with the ladies that we are usually scared Mm -hmm. so now that brought the question to me on how do we now uh how do we now uh um, makes make ourselves to be fear fearless and actually to have faith so uh, that brought me to hebrews 11 um verse 1 to 6. Okay, so first verse one uh, reads as faith shows the reality of what we hope for, for it is the evident evidence that of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. That we, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. It was faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God showed his approval of his gift. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. It was by faith that Enoch was taken to, up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before before he was taken up he was known as a person who was pleased in god and it is impossible to please god without faith Mm -hmm. anyone who wants to come to him must believe that god exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him and um, the verse that touched me the most uh, here was uh the last one that it's impossible it's impossible to please god without faith and anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him mm. um, So the sincerely really stuck with me saying, uh, And how How we can uh, overcome our fears if we sincerely seek him uh, this can can occur in many different forms, but what what also um Stood out for me was the example in verse three of uh, Abel's uh, offering to God. Mm. And uh, when we go back to Genesis uh, four, we see we see uh, the two brothers offering their doing their offerings to cry to God. And the only reason why God accepted Cain's I mean Abel's offering was that. He did it because it was his best, it was, it was his best, can I just read it, actually, because Genesis 4, when it was, uh, verse 3 reads as, when it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also puts a gift the best of his portions of the firstborn born lambs from his flock the lord accepted abel and his gift but he did not accept, accept uh, cain and his gift this made cain very angry so we see here uh i uh, the way i interpreted uh, this verse was how uh cain He actually did the task that uh, God had given to them of sacrificing to him. He did it out of routine. That's why God did not uh, particularly accept his gift. It was something that he just did because he had to. But we see Abel as going an extra mile as to giving his best. Um, That's that's the mistake that we usually make ourselves as Christians. uh, what we do here in church sometimes uh, we do it out of routine because we have gotten used to it Amen. but the task the Lord gives uh, gives us, he wants us to do it with our best uh, of our, our abilities Amen. Um, uh, as we So uh, uh, in verse 7, God uh, actually goes back to tell Kay, uh, Cain mm-hmm. where his mistake was because our God is a merciful God who understands our mistakes. Yes. And But when we do make mistakes, he always tells us where we go wrong. So uh, verse, seven, verse 7 reads, you will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out, sin is crouching at the door. Eager to control you but you must subdue do it and master it so uh, here in verse 7 God uh, brings it to the attention of pain of how much where he went wrong uh, of how he didn't do the right thing so that's that's what I just wanted to bring there. Uh, to the attention. Uh, also so now the question that arises, so now how do we strengthen our faith in God? Uh, I have quite a few verses since you'll forgive me. So I'll go to Colossians three again, verse one to five. So now the question is how can we strengthen our faith in God? And uh I saw uh, these uh few verses here as being very practical onto how we can uh overcome our fears by um strengthening our faith in God. So the first uh way was uh in verse one it says, Since you have been raised to new life with Christ. Set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor At God's right hand Think about the things of the heaven not the things of earth For you died to this life and your real life is hidden in Christ in God And when Christ who is your life is revealed to the whole world you, you will share in all his glory so basically what these few verses tell us is how we should let go of our pasts and our earthly desires and focus on what the Lord has uh, promised us on the, says here on the realities of, of heaven. Amen. Set your sights on the realities of heaven. <coughs> so the only way we can overcome our fears because fears are usually Come out of things that we see right in front of us mm. and how we, how they can um, overwhelm us uh, so rather, if we sit on what God promised us th- this way we strengthen our faith in what in what in the task that the Lord has left with us. secondly uh, having having our own personal times with God and seeking after him and his heart desires uh, that also assists us in uh strengthening our faith as uh so here i wanted to open roman romans 10 verse 5 to 8. Uh, follows for moses writes that the laws ways of making a person right with god requ- requires obedience to all of its commands but faith's way of getting right with god says don't say in your heart who will go up to earth,' and do not say who will go down to the place of the dead in fact it says the message is very close at hand it is on your lips in your heart. and the message is the v- and that message is the very message about faith that we preach Amen. so having our ta- our own personal time with God praying and actually uh, seeking after his heart's desires this is what the verse tells us that we should always we should always have uh, the Lord's um, desires in our in our lips and in our hearts As much as we preach it it should also have manifested itself in our hearts and we should believe it sincerely so amen Um, verse 17 also uh, stood out for me here so faith comes from hearing so faith comes from hearing that is hearing the good news about Christ so whenever we feel or doubtful or we feel Um, we feel uh, weak, we should always turn to the Bible because that's where we find our strength uh, in Christ. Um, Another way we can also strengthen our faith is praying. Uh, Praying uh, really brings us closer to God uh, in the sense that um, And I just open Mark 11, verse 22. Uh, Then Jesus said to the disciples, Have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say this to the mountain. May you be lifted up and thrown into the seas, and it will happen. But you must really, really believe it. It will happen, and have no doubts in your hearts i tell you you can pray for anything and if you believe that you've and if you believe that you've received it it will be yours mm. Mm. so if we pray sincerely to the lord and be specific with what we want uh it can happen
0: mm.
1: because the god is our god is a faithful god we can it can easily happen amen and uh with whatever the lord leaves uh whatever responsibility the lord uh, leaves us lives with us Mm -hmm. there's always a promise as well that comes with it or um, uh, a gift that he promises to us Mm. Uh, as okay can i just open these verses as well Mm -hmm. Um,
0: isaiah
1: 65 verse 24 here we see um the lord uh, okay so uh first 24 reads as follow i will answer them before they even call to me while they are still taking about while they are still talking about their needs i will go ahead and answer their prayers mm. so this promise is a very reassuring promise saints amen here it, it really stood out for me because whatever it, it assured that whatever we ask in prayer from from god before we even before we even asked for it the lord will always um, answer our prayers for us. Amen. Then the second, the second verse that really uh, touched me was Psalms 145 verse 18. It says, The Lord is close to all who call on him. Mm-hmm. Yes, to all who call on him in, in truth. He grants the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cries for help and rescues them. The Lord protects all those who love Him, but He destroys the wicked. Amen, saints. Amen. So this is another promise that the Lord gives us: that if we sincerely seek Him, and if we all, always uh, call to Him, He will grant the desires of those who fear Him, and He hears the cries for help and rescues them. So, uh, Amen, saints. Th- that's all I had today. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Do we we appreciate Brother Goombi? Amen. Hallelujah. We truly thank the Lord. Um Brother Caesar. You uh, should be coming now, brother. <laughs> but <laughs> your time is coming. <laughs> yeah, I know it, My brother. Yeah. That one we know that your time is coming. <laughs> Amen, saints.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, brother Gundi yeah. has said uh, so many things. It, it was like he was preaching many messages in one message. <laughs> and then. It was like he was just giving us okay this is a message go and preach this one go and <laughs> preach this one you had all the time <laughs> you could have went I saw you, you were kind of scared of reading the scriptures many scriptures no uh, you realize there's a lot of people that are not even reading their Bible and the scriptures you read today <laughs> might have been the only only reading That they have done since, (laughs) I don't know, Sunday probably. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Mm -hmm. So we want to thank the Lord. Mm -hmm. Amen, saints. Uh, What stood out for me in his message uh, is when it is his first scripture. Amen. Amen. His first scripture was very, very, very uh, tempting amen so you know my brother it's it's something else when when you realize that if you look in this in the scripture when the lord speaks of fear uh, mostly to us you realize that fear is the opposite of faith is the opposite of faith what what faith can do fear can do as well Mm -hmm. if if I can move mountains by faith with fear I can shrink to a point where I don't even exist
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: meaning fear can even paralyze the very same faith that you claim to have. So, I can just show you something, from in, in the scripture here, saints. Uh, Amen. <laughs> he says, uh, overcoming our fears through faith. When I, when I saw that title, I was... Already excited, Amen. <laughs> Amen. I was already excited. I just want to read this scripture, and then we we will close. Amen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he said something here. This <laughs> brother in Mark, was it Mark Yeah. Mark sixteen. Now, there are two things that happened there that I I picked up, is that the angel went to the woman and said to the woman, go and tell the people that I have risen. Now, it could have been anyone. You know, what happens in the Old Testament, it doesn't just happen for fun. You realize paul says the old testament is the shadow of the new therefore many events that happen in the old testament are symbols mm. therefore when you come to the old to the new testament you have to see the reality of that symbol therefore we know the church the woman symbolizes the church mm. and an angel symbolizes a messenger yes, sir. so The messenger comes to the woman to give the woman a message that he has risen and when the woman goes to preach this message that he has risen there was a lot of unbelief that was seen that's like today when you tell people that he's risen they still don't believe now if you go to israel The most people that don't believe that Jesus is risen are the Israelites, the Jews. Because to them, the scripture says, even today, the story that was given that the disciples stole is still the famous one day. I tell you now, you can go anywhere and tell people that Jesus rose from the dead, (laughs) they will never believe even today. That's the message that was given to the church to preach. When Jesus first, (laughs) the first person he met after his resurrection was a woman. Think of it. (laughs) It could have been anyone of the disciples. But it was a woman. First time that he He rose up, Amen. Amen. So the scripture says, when in entering into the sepulchre, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were frightened. When they saw the angel after the resurrection, now remember they went to see who they went to see the Lord Jesus Christ, but when they get there. They find that the tomb is already open, the stone is raw, and they find an angel, not the Lord. They find an angel just to show you that for you to know that he's risen, there has to be an angel. There has to be an angel that is sent with a message that he's risen. tell you now anyone can read the bible to say that he's risen he is always given, capacitated to show you that he's risen Mm -hmm. because if you read you you can tell anyone that the tomb is open, that's not the evidence that the Lord is risen Mm -hmm. the evidence that the Lord is risen is a message from the angel Mm -hmm. because in the message that's where you see the resurrected Christ you can't see it anywhere else because the Lord Jesus has chosen to reveal himself and his resurrection through the message by nothing else amen, amen. so you realize faith is the opposite. There's two, fear and faith. Now, many people. I think we have said this that many people. The reason why they are in the church, some of them are kept by fear of what, of going to hell. Realize this. Many people. If you can ask them why are they still here, they are afraid of going to hell. Number two, some are afraid. Of not going to the rapture there's a lot of fear more than faith in the church Mm. and you realize that even from the pulpit fear is also preached from the pulpit Mm. i want to show you this in the scripture that when fear comes it takes hold of whatsoever move that god has He's bringing to his children. I want to show you this. Amen. I want to show you this. I'll take you to the scripture here. Now, God gives a instruction to Joshua, to Moses, and say, we are going to enter the land. He sends, chooses 12 men within the Israelites who will represent the tribes. Amen. Mm-hmm. And he says, go and look at the land and check if the promise of God is really true. God told them that the land is filled it's flowing with milk and honey the land is great it's let's read on the chapter tonight let's go there verse one says, here o israel thou art to pass over jordan this day to go in to possess nations greater and mightier than thyself." you see god has already told him now when we speak of these people going to the land we only quote the scripture that they said they saw That the people were great and they feared. But we don't read this one. That God told them. He told them. You see, it was not a surprise that those people are greater. Because God has already told you that you are going to possess that which is greater than you. So when this man went there, and saw the anarchy, fear came into their hearts. Mm. The reason why the scripture calls it an evil report, is because God had already told them that there are great people that you are going to see. But instead of believing that God will take care of everything, as he has said, fear struck their hearts. Now, the scripture says, when they were called, Joshua said to them, If there is anyone among you who is fearful, let that person remain at home. For if you come with your fear here, then you will bring fear among the people that are going to fight. You can check the scripture. It says, anyone that has fear, return, go, go home. Since if you have a wife and you are fearful, go home. If you have an ox and and you are fearful, go home. For you will contaminate us with your fear. So the only people that were supposed to be there were people that had faith that God is able to do it. Not fear. I, I'm telling you now, fear caused the Israelites to wait for another 40 years to enter the promise That's what fear did. It did, not, it did not only cost them time, but the people died also. So when faith brings life and life in abundance, fear brings death. That's what fear does. That's why I said it is the opposite. If faith brings life, then fear brings death. The entire generation, God had to say, All this generation will die, and I will raise a new generation in the stead of them. And this one, because it's God who said, I will raise them. It means this ones will inherit it. It's God who rose them up. That's why you see now. That when you saw that the entire church of Revelation of of Laodicea was in total darkness. Now, God through the messenger had to draw a light in there. Had to draw a light. And because there was no one who would enter. That's why the scripture said, how difficult it is for they, this one, to enter in. It even says that time had to be shortened because no one could enter. That's how terrible it is in Laodicea. So, when the messenger drew light there, that light has to produce their people. It's not nothing else, but that light has to produce the people. So, you realize when they. I I, I love something that he said. Uh, So you realize, when we come, it becomes a norm. Mm. A church. It becomes something that you're used to.
1: Mm.
0: It's a routine. You are used to God. You're not friends with God. It's normal now to do anything. The fear that we're supposed to have is for God, not against God. Because sometimes you realize that you can think that you are sincere, but you realize not sincerity, it's fear. Because if the scripture says that we're supposed to just lay a hand and then the sick will recover and then you just want to be sincere hey, no, hey, no I, I, the scriptures say you have to be uh, somewhere around before we can do this maybe i'm not uh, good enough i have done this you already think of uh, everything that you have done yesterday and this morning you woke up you heard uh, a lot of things already already Number two, you're looking at the person, is like, he's about to die, and then you fear that if if I put a hand, there's an expectation that this person will have. And then already you think, "No, no, no, no. That's not sincerity. It's fear. And it is a wrong fear. It is a wrong fear. Think of it when god has given us every single promise it is here at our fingertips but there's only one thing that keeps us away from doing it it's fear mm-hmm. i tell you now you, man you can even see it in simple things in classrooms we see it in classrooms. we see it every day when you are a teacher and then you're expecting people to answer in the classroom, you ask a question, even the simplest of the questions, simple, simple question. And then you realize be that one smart guy who always, or that smart girl will always help you. And then we as teachers, we normally don't pick that one. We don't pick you. We know you. We know you know the answer. We won't pick you. And then you realize people start to do this. It's not there. It's fear. And then it, I tell you now, you can even ask Brasia. If you point at that person, they know the answer. They know it. It's not that they don't know. They know the answer. But they fear that if they say something wrong, they will be ridiculed. That's what fear. You can see it in simple things. So when we come to the promise of God, people fear to tap into the promise because they fear that if it does not happen the way God has said it, then we are going to say, ah, Ramsops, my son. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> the friends of Job came and said, Job, what's going on? Mm,
1: sure.
0: What's going on, my brother? Tell That's us. Tell us, what did you do? You know, what did you do? You know. You see, when we see things not not going well with you, we start to think, man, what did you do? Wait, What did you do? You see, the first time that statement was said in the church, I was like, what? This man said, alright, the scripture says we should pay our tithing and then the devourer will not Come near anything that belongs to us. That's scripture. But in the life of Job, the devourer came and ravished everything. Everything. So is, is God now contradicting himself? No, sir. God is God. You can do whatever he wants to do. So you, 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 you can't have one scripture in your mind and then you start scaling everyone. Oh, the reason why that. This is why that sister, something is not, it's because there's something going on here. The devourer is in. Something is going on. No sir. That's why the friends of Job could not understand what is happening. Everyone knew that Job was perfect. So now Job, what did you do? <laughs> so you realize fear is powerfulness. They speak of the power of fear. Listen to this motivational spirit when they speak of fear. But when it comes to the scripture,
1: mm.
0: it's terrible. Because what it brings is unbelief towards the word of God. Yes. And that is called an evil report. Mm. But through faith, the scripture says, the elders obtained a good report. Very well. The Bible, Brother Ruby's Bible says, a good reputation. Mm-hmm. So I want to look at I say, a good reputation. It means that through faith, they lived an honorable, honorable life, mm-hmm. which had the works of God manifested among them. Mm-hmm. But fear, fear makes us... <laughs> It brings to us that God can do what he said he will do in the Bible. That's what fear brings. Fear is a preacher that stands next to you. This side is fear, this side is faith. So the reason why the promise of God can be fulfilled is because you listened to some preacher. If you listen to preacher faith, then the promise will happen. But if you listen to preacher fear, then you are paralyzing the very same God who has said this thing. Think of it: God is saying, "Try me and see what if I cannot command the blessings to come in that even your house you can't even contain." But I tell you, hey, you talk tough it's tough and you find Christians uh, trying to cover this thing no, even in the Bible Christians who were poor, they were not rich, they were normal people they were all these things trying to cover the fact that they haven't tried God you see what I believe in just hate is that Christianity was supposed to be simple and wonderful. It was supposed to be simple and wonderful, but many things crept in. I tell you now, anyone can stand before God and have this conversation with God and say, God, when I received your word, it was pure. And I saw that this life is going to be be simple. But within the journey, I have allowed many things to come in, which now makes as though that Christianity is hard. I tell you. Now you think you you, that's why many people think I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. Uh, I know I'm not going to make it. It's because you allowed things to creep in i tell you man when i looked at this i was like my goodness because when i look at christianity through the eyes of the author of it i see a perfect simple way to heaven that's why the prophet says william says that it is difficult to go to hell it's a hard it's hard work you have to work very hard to go to hell because christ has laid a simple path for us to enter in but we have allowed many things to creep in now i can show you just a simple example you see when we were in the world without the gospel when the lord brought us in it was easy to leave all this because we saw something great. It was easy to leave all this. And come here. But I tell you. If you, were, if you now allow those things that you were doing. To come in while you are now saved in. My question is. Where are you going to go to next? Because there is no other destination. Apart from where you are now. because the things that we did before we were saved we now doing them in here when we are saved mm-hmm. so who is going to call you out of them because the one who has called you out of them you are already there with him. that's why many people can't see that they are going to enter if you ask people here do you think you you are going in? Amen. By the grace of of, of God, uh, I will make it. I will make it. But I can tell you now, if God had an instrument that can check that statement, it is a statement that is said through fear. It was produced by the fear of what we have done. As though what you have not done will qualify you to make it. so fear is a terrible thing when it comes to the scripture that's why every time when god comes to His people there's this two words that he likes saying fear not fear not all the time now he he, he knows that there is fear he knows we'll fear that's why he has to say it and when he says it it brings confidence to the one that he is it brings trust to the one that hears, and when you speak of those words trust confidence that's faith that's faith so many people are deep in fear right now and there's no voice that is saying fear not that's why they are there and they will remain there the scripture on sunday the brother said when when he was reading the scripture this it says and jesus went and hid himself from them how terrible is that that the word hid itself from the people that's why even today brother hey, hey. brothers you know yesterday it was meetings after meetings uh, we were consolidating lists and everything for school vaccinations for teachers to be vaccinated and all of that like every single day when i enter the office it's fear every when i meet someone in the elevator it's fear tell hey, you hey, hey, wear your mask hey this thing is taking people it's fear fear every day people are even losing weight because of fear. In the district office, they, they, they are working four hours, 4 hours shift. Hey, that, that one it's wonderful, yeah? man. Mm. Four hours, and then you go. That's yeah, nice. But I tell you, everywhere you go, it's fear. But think of it. God has told us that if you have my spirit, then this won't harm you. And I tell you, you know, many people don't believe that <laughs> I'm going to say it. Fear opens a way for this COVID to come in. Mm. It's fear. Mm. Fear brings you that. That's why Paul says we have not what we have not received the spirit of fear again. Meaning we had it. The people in the world have the spirit of fear. But Paul says we have not received it again that we should fear. Mm. You see? That's why they fear. I tell you now, you can even go to any store right now. If God could give you the eyes to see these things and emotion, you would see how many people are marked with fear. everywhere Because they have no hope. If you don't have hope then fear will consume <laughs> so we really thank the lord amen, amen. Uh, we'll just uh, ask brother and the term Pudi to say a word of prayer once as we close uh is there any questions before we close Anyone with a question before we close? No one? No question? Nothing? Alright, alright, Muslim shops, you can just...